Lifelong leaders are lifelong learners. And if you want to win on YouTube this year, it's important to keep learning and leveling up, whether it's with an audiobook or actually grabbing a physical book with a cup of coffee sitting on your couch. We are going to be revealing to you the five best books that every YouTuber needs to read this year. My name is Heather Torres, and I am the host of the Think Marketing Podcast. And if you're new here, welcome. We we release a brand new episode every single Tuesday. So make sure you're subscribed wherever you're consuming this content from so you can be notified when a new podcast drops on Tuesday. Now, books are my love language. I love reading books and it took a while to get to five books that you should be reading this year if you wanna start a YouTube channel. Now, we're not gonna be covering necessarily business-minded or entrepreneurship or leadership. These are for you, the YouTube creator who wants to learn and grow your YouTube channel this year. These five books have been life-changing to myself, to Sean Cannell, and to the entire Think Media team. So you're gonna wanna lean in, you're gonna wanna listen up because these five books could change your life. Let's get into today's featured conversation. Well, Sean, I am excited to go through these books. Um, I love all these books. And as a YouTube creator myself, these books have helped me grow a channel, grow an influence, and I'm excited for people to read them this year. It was hard for you to pick these five books to be for YouTube creators specifically. So we're not really talking about leadership development or business or entrepreneurship. This is truly for YouTube creators. And I think it's important to distinguish that because a YouTube creator is kind of in both worlds, right? They need to be creative, but they also need to apply certain principles to what they are creating. So let's go ahead and get into book number one, Hook Point. Why did you choose this book? Yes, Hook Point by Brendan Kane. And this is a newer book, and this is an absolutely must read for anybody that's creating content. And so the average person right now is exposed to between 4,000 to 10,000 marketing messages per day. Wow. The book reveals that over 60 billion social media messages are sent between people, posted, DMs, a day. So the punchline is there's more noise than ever before. Additionally, algorithms are making it harder for people to see our content. Every social media platform started with, if you got a bunch of Facebook likes and you posted, most of those people would see it. Even YouTube, if you got a bunch of YouTube subscribers and you posted, most of your subscribers would see it. As there's more noise on social media, if your video, your content doesn't hook the viewer, get engagement, capture attention as the sub uh, title says how to stand out in a three second world that's so short but in a three second world then the algorithm will bury your content so really that book is about mastering the art of grabbing attention in the first three seconds and it breaks down a framework it goes very in depth you know i'll make some recommendations with each of these books as well i think i love audiobooks i love ebooks i actually would recommend at least ebook, if not a physical book of this one, because there's a lot to underline, there's a lot to strategize with, there's a lot of tactics, so you kind of have it with you to sharpen your content. But his basic framework is that a hook point has a powerful attention-grabbing opening, which we teach on, but let's clarify, a hook point's way bigger than the opening 10 seconds of your video. It's actually the big idea, it's the concept itself. Will it stand out in that feed? Then your hook, uh, your video also needs a good story. 
you might have an amazing opening, but then someone goes, okay, cool, that was impressive. And then they leave after that. So you want to open up conflict. You want to lead to a climax. You want tension created, different things. The art of great storytelling, even if it's just a practical video, leave a reason for people wanting to watch. And then you also want authenticity. That's the third kind of big rocks around a hook point, meaning clickbait is really when you're being inauthentic. You think about what's the craziest thing we could do just to get attention. But if it's not aligned with your values, who you are, then people will see that incongruency. So if you could find a synergy between who you really are as well as what will really get attention and the book uh, really breaks that down. So super highly recommended. If you are a YouTube content creator, you gotta pick up a copy of Hook Point. Yeah, and the three second world, that is such, I mean, that's where we are now, right? Is that idea of only really having to understand how to do that quickly. And I love how this book, you're right, it is the big concept. We wanna apply this to YouTube, that's why these are for YouTube creators, but this is for your overall messaging that you're trying to do. and we're going to leave all of these books in the show notes below so you can have kind of a recommendation of what that looks like. So we'll leave that in the YouTube description and down below in the show notes. Number two, number two is written by one of your good friends, Pat Flynn, and that is super fans. Why did you choose super fans in no particular order, by the way, this is just what I'm reading off of our notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So super fans by Pat Flynn, an absolutely incredible entrepreneur, content creator, and such a, a world-class person as far as a father and life. And Pat was one of our growth video live speakers. Uh, super fans is a must read book. Here's the subtitle, the easy way to stand out, grow your tribe and build a successful business. And somewhat inspired from Kevin Kelly's article years ago called 1000 True Fans. In this case, 1,000 true super fans. And that the secret to going full-time on YouTube, the secret to building the business, the life that you want with YouTube is not necessarily a million subscribers or even 100,000, but potentially 1,000 super fans. And the math around that is no matter how the money comes, whether it's YouTube ads, affiliate marketing, let's say you sell a $100 product, if you did, and you had a 1,000 super fans that actually purchased that product, that would be $100,000 a year. And so you might have 10,000 subscribers, but if you've got 1,000 super fans, you potentially could build a highly profitable business. And 100,000 is pretty remarkable. Like again, if you only had a portion of that, if you sold a $25 product to 1,000 super fans, that's $25,000 in a year. So that's the math. But the powerful thing about this book is Pat is just one of the most genuine guys who loves his community and he shares really practical things you could do to engage your community more, to answer uh, their questions, to DM people, to kind of surprise and wow people, to think about depth and not just width. I think that mistake a lot of us make, Heather, I'm guilty of it too, is social media, YouTube, we want width. How big can my subscriber number be? How can I get that silver play button, that gold play button, which is potentially a width number because not all 100,000 of that those subscribers with the silver play button are engaged. How much more powerful if you have depth, real community, real intimacy, real relationships? And I think that should be encouraging because the world right now, especially kind of a Western culture, sort of just promote, promotes like size is all that matters. Growth is all that matters. The biggest number possible is all that matters. And that's not true. I think that actually substance oversize as well. And Superfans really gives some very practical tactics. Every single one of these books is amazing, but that is an absolute good investment. It's going to give you a ton of ideas to help build a stronger community this year on YouTube. Yeah. And I read this one over a weekend. Um, so it's not, it, it's 
full of a lot, but it's such a great read also. And just a great reminder to remember that we're creating content for other people. We're, we are selfishly creating it because we want to grow a business, but the impact that your content can have on someone and how to actually foster online relationships. I think Pat is really great at doing the online and the offline relationship building. And that's such a huge part of growing a YouTube channel. We don't grow our channels by ourselves. We grow our channels with the support of people. And so I love that Pat uh, really dove into the idea of how do you connect on a deeper level with people. All right, number three uh, is from one of the great authors, I think, when it comes to marketing, when it comes to understanding community, uh, which is such a big part of YouTube and being a YouTube creator, you chose book the book called Tribes. Why did we choose Tribes? Yeah, so Tribes by Seth Godin, a famous book, and if you haven't heard about it, definitely worth your time. I would recommend the last couple um, super fans and Tribes. They might even be great audiobooks, you know, to check out as well because you you're getting concepts, you're kind of getting strategies, something you could listen to on a walk, and it's going to spark your mind, give you ideas. Um, here's the definition of a tribe: it's just a group of people with a shared interest and a way to communicate. And I think the unlock of the book Tribes for why this matters on YouTube is a lot of people are trying to build kind of a personal brand. They're trying to vlog and share just their ideas about a bunch of random things and they struggle. They're not growing. They're not getting the impact that they want. And they're trying, there's not necessarily a cultural or tribe anchor that they're connecting to, which could be the key to them growing faster. Let me explain. Um, there was an event, a conference called Walker Stalker Con that was built around just giving people from the Walking Dead that love the Walking Dead a chance to come together, talk about the Walking Dead, booths, people doing makeup. They actually got the actors to eventually come. So what do they have? They had a shared interest and they gave them a way to connect and communicate and a, a conference that was annual that has grown over the years. So Walker Stalker Con became a massively profitable business around a shared interest that the people who started the conference did not create. There was already people into The Walking Dead. They just rallied around it. When I think about um, starting a YouTube channel, I think about, I think Seth James, he's got a running channel. He didn't invent running. The, lots of people in the world love running, obviously, but I watch him all the time because he reviews running shoes. He talks about how to train more. So I already have a shared interest running the way to communicate YouTube, and yet he planted his flag in an actual proven community of people. That's what Seth Godin talks about as far as the tribe. If you think about faith persuasions, Christianity, it's a shared interest. A way to communicate is a local church, but now you give people a way to connect online, private Facebook group that goes maybe connected to your YouTube channel. And now the shared interest, maybe if it's, let's say, Christian fitness, your layering interests, and this is a group of people who want to get healthier, but also believe that you know physical training is only of some value. Let's also strengthen our spirit. They kind of have a similar mindset, and so the it's a huge, powerful book that kind of unlocks the idea that your goal as a YouTube creator is to stand up and be a leader in a tribe that already exists, as opposed to trying to create one from scratch. Can you create one from scratch? If you think you can. 
you may be able to, or you have a lot of audacity and good luck with that. Because again, not a lot of people are going to start a movement like Christianity or a viral show like The Walking Dead or an, you know, a massively popular video game movement like Cyberpunk 2077. Like it's, it's hard to potentially create a massive tribe. The power for most of us, we could create a full-time income by beginning to communicate inside of a pre-existing tribe. So I think the question people could ask, what is some of your hobbies? What are some of your passions? What are the things? Homeschool, like your channel, is a group of people that have a shared interest, but some of the ways that you can accelerate a tribe is giving people a way to communicate. Now you're giving them the homeschool house to connect with you, but not just you, each other. We have our YouTube Influence Challenge coming up. It's people who have a shared passion for online video, a shared passion for YouTube, that wanna figure out how to build a full-time living around uh, their YouTube influence or grow their business with YouTube. Shared interest is YouTube. The way to communicate at such a deeper level is in the private Facebook group that we create for the YouTube Influence Challenge. That's at another level of depth, even beyond just watching like a Think Media video or a Think Marketing podcast episode, uh, you know, kind of in more one-way communicate. We're on there answering questions. That is a good example of tribes. And the book is still definitely, there's a lot of value that we just kind of pulled out of the book there. It's definitely still worth checking out because Seth Godin gives you a bunch of tools for really being a better tribe leader, maybe identifying a tribe that you could rise up and lead and contribute to. Because chances are, think about how much opportunity there is. There's lots of different people in the homeschool space. It's a massive community. There's lots of leaders, lots of voices, and still room for many more. The difference between just creating random YouTube content and planting your flag in a proven tribe could be the difference between success and failure for your YouTube dreams. Yeah, and Tribes was actually my introduction to Seth as an author, and I went down the rabbit hole. He really goes so deep, but this was, it's such a good introduction to even the idea of joining that community. So I love how you said that this would be good for audio, because it is. It really is one of those that sparks ideas for how you can contribute to an existing tribe and put your own stamp on the type of content that you're doing. Um, really great book to get started with. The next one is Primal Branding. Now, branding on YouTube is so important. I think it's really pivotal. It's what makes you stand out. It gives you the differentiating factor. It helps people to understand what you're about and it helps to communicate without having to communicate. So let's talk about Primal branding. Yeah, and I think we should maybe uh, do this in its own episode, so I'll go rapid fire through it. So Patrick Hanlon wrote uh, Primal Branding. It's become a famous book in the YouTube community because it specifically taps into why influencers, kind of viral YouTube channels, it's the seven primal codes that make their YouTube channel really stick and really work and really make an impact. And here's what they are. Number one, story. Number two, creed. Number three, icons. Number four, rituals. Number five, language. Number six, anti-believers. And number seven, a leader. And the goal is that if you have one or two of these, you actually could be doing pretty well. If you have all seven, you could be doing phenomenal. These are actually something that we need to revisit or actually visit for the first time with the Think Media team. I think you and I talked about these 2015, 2016, and we probably haven't talked about them since, since our team has grown. 
but even just re even if you've been through the book pull it off yourself read it again because these primal codes are these huge pillars that could be the key to scaling your brand or really hitting a tipping point so really quickly story your brand needs to have a story or a background the best brands have a story a lot of our story i mean it started with me as a personal brand was how i'm a college dropout small town kid but also when my wife almost died inspiring me to step up as a leader to really figure out how to provide for my family to pay for medical bills, to figure out, and, and it gave me reasons come first, results come second, a drive. So a lot of times we share our story. Then we even have stories because the genesis of Think Media in the Heather Taurus era and the different eras. So there's different stories you share, but your brand needs to have a story more than just why are you creating content? Like what's the background? Where What's the genesis of this? Number two, a creed. If this tells what you believe and how you might be different or similar to belief systems Uh, other belief systems out there. And so this is even nuances like us saying we want to help 10,000 purpose-driven people create a full-time living, making a difference in the world with YouTube and online video. When we say purpose-driven for us, it's coming from family, ethics, values, not just people who want to make money on YouTube, but they really want to make a big difference. Just a, a tweak that's maybe different than some of the others out there, and we're always trying to refine that. The icons or the visuals, we could probably do better at this. This is your logos, your branding visuals. You think about the Nike swoosh. You think about the Tesla T. You think about some icons that become the visuals associated with a movement or a brand supreme. You think about some of the really iconic logos. Number four is the rituals. And rituals, I think, is like our last episode. It's not just our own rituals, but it's getting people to do rituals like we need you creating that significant video post a week. And here's a checklist for creating that video post a week. We call it now the Tuesday Ritual, the Think Marketing Podcast. Come on, Tuesday Ritual. Make sure you listen to the uh, Think Marketing Podcast every single Tuesday because we're coming at you. And so thinking about rituals. Some of the most powerful movements have rituals. When you actually get, this is why you take something like Christianity, when it goes beyond just being talked to at church on a weekend, but to when you begin to pray and read your Bible and actually have a, a vibrant relationship with God throughout the week, that actually, think about, and everybody's doing that. Everyone in the movement is a part of rituals, uh, language, common words you say, or things that you say. We want to do an episode on Think Marketing Podcast of even helping people with marketing language, CPC, CPM. That's like language and marketing, but even your insider language. It could be things like we say rise or grind at our conference. You know, over the years, we've picked up these phrases. You say your race, your pace. There's different things that that maybe originated with us, but it becomes kind of these language things that happen in our culture. Anti-believers, people are afraid of this one. Who's your enemy? Mm-hmm. It's okay to have non-believers. Mm-hmm. Like, because when you really stand for something, there's gonna probably be somebody who disagrees with you. That's a good thing. Many are afraid to go there. That's part of the primal code. And then a leader. Who is the leader? Somebody steps up and leads. And if you think about any, especially YouTube channel, there's typically a person, even if it is a movement and a community of leaders, that was sort of that founding member. And for most YouTube creators, it's that one influencer, that one person. And it talks, it's definitely a must-read book. You got a lot of value out of that list right there, but uh, dialing in each of those. And if you feel overwhelmed, I remember when I first heard them, it was kind of like, oh, shoot. First of all, it's like a spotlight on how much clarity I don't have necessarily in my brand, in my business, uh, in my YouTube channel. But you just tweak these over the years. You start kind of saturating yourself in the power of these brand elements. And remember, you just have a couple of these dialed 
and it could change everything and you could start having some success. You dial in all seven and your brand can really hit the scale that maybe many of us want, virality, multiple subscribers, 100,000, a million subscribers because you've really hit all seven of the primal codes. So good. And what I love so much about these five books, and we'll get to the last one, is that these are ones that you can revisit over and over. There are some books that you read it and you're like, that was good. But these five books, I truly believe these, like you said, we do need to go over these things again with the Think Team. And this would be such a great opportunity for our community to lean in and say, no, I'm going to commit to doing some learning. I'm going to commit to uh, upping my branding and understanding my fans and, you know, really getting into more about how you can grow your YouTube channel. Number five, though, Sean, I will have to say was probably my most favorite book on the list. I'm not going to give you too much props, but understanding these seven C's of YouTube success and really being the number one bestseller and becoming the best book on YouTube in the world, it's a must read for anyone who wants to become a YouTube creator. I'm setting you up really to be so humble on this next book. It's actually written by you and your co-founder of Video Influencers, Benji Travis. It is the book YouTube Secrets. Why should they read YouTube Secrets? Yeah, I appreciate that. And uh, yeah, YouTube Secrets, we are, we've been humbled and blessed that it actually is the number one best-selling YouTube strategy book in the world. And even this year, I think it's a must pick up book. Um, you can grab the audio book for free. I think it's tubesecretsaudio.com. Uh, of course, you can also get the, the book on Amazon. And what's amazing is the book continues to, I think we're over 50,000 copies sold. It still actually sells almost 1,000 or 2,000 a month. And that's for good reason, because we work so dang hard on it. We put four years of our life into it, over 100 interviews, distilling the principles down, not just into, I think people wonder, well, are the tactics current? Are the tactics, you know, YouTube's changing? Well, yeah, but the seven C's of YouTube success is an unbreakable framework. Like the seven C's of YouTube success are the elements that are going to be true on YouTube in 2023 and 2026 and 2030 if YouTube's still around 10 years from now, and I think it will be. And so YouTube Secrets, I think, yeah, as a refresher, I know, and I want to thank a lot of people in our community. They've probably already read it. They probably already have it. It's probably a good time to listen to it again. I think all five of these books, read it, listen to it again. You know, I don't know if you do a book a week or even a book a month. If you want this year to be remarkable, then do a book a month or do a book a week. Journal, make your game plan specifically to get success on YouTube. These five books are really gonna put some wind in your sails, give you some pre uh, fresh tactics, fresh reminders. We never catch every nuance out of a book, so it will bring even new ideas. But then again, repetition is the father of learning and the mother of mastery. Mm -hmm. Just like you said, there's been times where I will pick up a book. I'm re-going through the 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership. And man, every time I'm like, I feel like I've never read this before. I've read it multiple times. So repetition is so powerful. It helps you know bring clarity to our mind, fresh strategies to our game plan. And we want people to win on YouTube this year. And I think that these five books are absolutely a great investment to help people achieve their goals on YouTube. Yeah, and I just wanna say that, you know, um, for me, it, it's, 
learning through reading has been something that has really opened my eyes to the possibilities. And I think sometimes if you are jumping into something new like YouTube, and it does feel really overwhelming, being able to take one of these books, just maybe one book a month or one book every couple weeks, and really take the time to go through it and digest what you're learning, I think it allows you to see the long game of what you're creating, right? It starts with the YouTube channel, it starts with that first video, but it's gonna eventually grow into the brand that you're going to build. And I just wanna encourage you that, uh, think podcast listener, that if reading, if getting a book and reading it is something maybe new to you, I know there's a huge study that says that most people don't actually read a book after Mm. high school. And a large percentage of people never read a book after college. And that's so disheartening to me as a homeschool mom. Uh, But I just, I wanna just encourage you that whether you pick up all five of these books or whether you just choose one for this entire year, that it is your race, your pace. And that even though you might look at a bookshelf like Sean's, and we are gonna have other book lists because you're a massive reader. You you read past me five times over with the books that you're going through. But even if you just pick up one, and even if this is the first time you've picked up a book since high school, I just wanna encourage you to lean in to learning because as you are connected with us here at Think and as you grow your YouTube channel, that I think you're gonna see that we are a group of learners and we cannot get enough of the information that are that's inside of these books. So I can't wait for future episodes uh, where you can actually learn more of our book lists and the things that we recommend. But these five books, Think uh, Marketing Podcast, this is your challenge for this year. Grab these books, grab some sticky notes or a highlighter or a pen, grab a good cup of coffee, set some time aside, and really start to dive into the learning that can happen from these books. And tag us. Like if you pick up a copy of YouTube Secrets or these books end up on your shelf, at Miss Heather Torres, at Sean Cannell on Instagram, on your stories, let us know. Let us know what maybe, and what books are you reading? Tag us, DM us, send those to us because we love the knowledge Mm -hmm. share. Um, But I'm, you know, it's kind of like for book lovers, they love taking books on, I'm that same person. I I got them on my Instagram stories. I got them in my Instagram feed. And so uh, share on social media if you pick any of these up tag the author tag us and we'd love to also see what you're reading and what some of your favorite books are for specifically growing on youtube post those in the comments and we can't wait to hear from you well those were the five books for you to get started reading this year and again we're going to list them down in the show notes below if you're listening right now on apple or spotify or they're in the youtube description if you're watching this video on youtube If you got value out of this video, make sure you hit that like button on YouTube. And if you've not yet rated or reviewed the podcast over on Apple, it would mean the world to me if you would go there after listening and rate and review today's podcast. This lets Apple know that this is a great podcast and other people just like you should be listening to it. So make sure you go over, rate and review, and take a screenshot, share it on social media, tag myself, Miss Heather Torres, and Sean Cannell at Sean channel rhymes with channel over on Instagram so we can see your favorite episode so far. And when you rate or review the podcast and you leave your review, we get to read it on the podcast. And today's review comes from Reese 13. Reese says, this is so helpful, a way better way to spend your time than scrolling through social media. This also is critical to the well-being of your YouTube channel, along with Think Media's YouTube channel. Thanks, Reese, for leaving that review. And I love being able to go through the comment section of YouTube to be able to comment back to you and to be able to read these reviews on Apple. So 
Make sure you're part of the community and join us in the reviews and let us know what your favorite episode has been. Maybe some testimonial, meaning how you've grown since you started listening to us or future topics that you would like us to cover. I would love to read what you have to say in the comments or on the reviews. And this episode is brought to you by our YouTube Influence Challenge. It's our seven-day free challenge where you, the YouTube creator, can join thousands of other creators online for free and learn our seven-step system, our seven-step formula to growing your YouTube channel, getting views, getting subscribers, and building a high-impact and a high-profit YouTube channel this year. This seven day challenge takes place online, so you have to register for it. You can go to tubeinfluence.com right now to get registered for that seven day challenge. And don't worry, if you can't show up every day of the challenge, you have access to the recordings while the challenge is still going. So make sure you register, mark it on your calendar, and show up for the seven day challenge. We also give away a few cool pieces of gear every single challenge. So you're gonna wanna make sure to enter to win some really cool gear this year. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I wanna thank you for being a part of today's community, of this thing community, and for being on the podcast today. Go grab one of these books. I recommend that you take the time to read one of these books or all five of these books this year. Let me know on social media which one you picked up and I'll catch you in the next episode. Bye.